everybody. Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. I am your co-host today, Kevin slash Bucky. Who am I here with? Oh, it's Diamond, as always. Yeah, buddy. And uh, what are we doing today, Jason? Uh, I don't what, uh, know. What is, what is this little show that we do every week called? Oh, oh, it's, it's, I, I guess it's called the, the Midnight Terrors um, podcast. Yeah, buddy. And uh, we're back coming off of uh, a fun episode last weekend with uh, Megan. Probably the newest movie we've discussed on the show. That was a fun one. Yeah, I I loved our last couple episodes, man. Um, Fire in the Sky was super fun. Mm-hmm. And, of, of course, I pressured you into that really hard. And it um, ended up being a great episode and a great movie pick. So it was a good one. Yeah. And then... Um, and then Megan, Megan was a lot of fun too. It's uh, uh, it's probably the most current movie yeah, that we've that's done. What, that's what I was saying. That's the newest movie we've we've touched on on the podcast. So yeah, yeah. And I I had a lot of fun with Megan, and I knew you did too. Well, um, technically, I guess if you go back to last October, um, when we did, we Hall- did Halloween, yeah, when we did Halloween yeah, ends, that yeah. was pretty current at the at the time. But other than that. Um, you and I have only tackled two at the time current movies. Um, as we're recording this, I did just put out uh, an extra episode yesterday um, on yeah, Scre- you're, you're, on Scream Six. Yeah, you had some buddies on with uh, Scream Six. I did. I had Michael from We Love Horror, and I had Tyler Hansen of Scream the Fan Favorite, uh, and that was a fun one. So if you're listening to this, go check that extra episode out. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah, you do a good job with bonus episodes. I know we like to do our thing, of course. Sure. Um, but when you find a little niche and some people that want to talk about stuff that um, I might cannot make it to, um, <laughs> it's it's still cool that you that you do that. So yeah, it was um, a it was a fun one. I really wanted to um, to get my thoughts out there on Scream Six, and I thought, what better way to do it than to bring on some uh, some some big guns, some other big fans of Scream. So that was a fun one. And uh, now this week's movie pick, Jason, we're back to, we've sort of fallen into a rhythm where we kind of trade off movie picks every other week. And uh, Megan was my pick. So this week is yours. Um, What did you choose for us tonight? I chose the faculty. Yes. Um, I think it is a highly unrated or underrated movie that uh you know it's what did you say what it, it was late 90s like 98 yeah it was 1998 and looking at um something else tied to the movie it looks like it came out around december 1998 yeah so the faculty um i loved a lot because especially Around that time, like late '90s, early 2000s, um, there were a ton of, um, you know, these kind of teen horror movies, slashers, you know, like whatever. But the faculty always stuck with me, uh, just because. Well, we'll touch on it because, I mean, there are a ton. Of people in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, 
actor and actress wise, which is which is great. I just I, I was just gonna say, it, I mean, it kind of it, it kind of stands out because it is kind of this teen slasher. Um, well, not slasher, but um, you know, kind of around where where you were getting. Um, I know what you did last summer, um, and you were getting the original scream. And so it was, it was a bunch of slasher kind of stuff. Um, but seeing a like kind of sci-fi, like, like alien thing coming out, it was a little bit different, um, for the time. And, and I loved it. Like it's just a great movie. And, and there's, there's a bunch of cheese in it. Um, and there's some really kind of roll your eyes moments to it. Um, but they know what they're doing. And it's it's just it's just a it's just a fun movie that I re- revisit quite a bit. Yeah, no. Um late nineties horror was definitely something else. <laughs> um, you know, we People say it all the time, right? In the 90s, horror was not in the greatest of places, and then Scream came along and kind of revitalized it. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we we got a lot of Scream imitators after that. Um, so, you know, we've... Yeah. Which was fine. You know, there's, you know, there's definitely some good picks in there. Um, but like you said, I know what you did last summer, Urban Legend. Um, yeah. You know, a, a lot of like late '90s slashers, and those are always fun. Like, there's something, even though I was too young to watch these movies at that time, because I was born in '92, so I would have been like six or seven when a lot of these movies were coming out. Um, there's something nostalgic about these movies to me because I, even though I didn't watch them, I grew up in this time period uh, as a young kid. So, like, sure, I just flip back to being a kid whenever I watch this stuff. And you, I'm sure. Same thing, because you were like either just newly a teenager or on the cusp of, of being a teenager when these movies came out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and again, with all of these kind of slashers and everything, it was it was nice to see something a little different with the faculty, um, and with with all of the people that are in there that have since you know some of them have been you know big stars that have you know kept up their careers you know some of them uh, this was their peak um but it was it was just a uh it it, it was just a, a big list of people and something something different at the time yeah and, uh, you know, I didn't notice this until the movie ended and I saw the credits. Um, this is the return to our podcast. This is the return of a director that we've covered before, way back on episode six. Do you remember who directed this? I do not. This was Robert Rodriguez. Again? Really? Yeah. And so we covered him way back on episode six when we talked about From Dust Till Dawn. Of course, and Rodriguez has done tons of amazing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know we we hit from dusk till dawn. 
Um, you know, he paired up with Tarantino for, you know, Death Proof and Planet Terror. Um, I love, which I, I know you still haven't watched, but... I have not, um, yeah. Uh, Desperado um, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico um, and El Mariachi is just his... <clears throat> big exploitation like action movies um and then <laughs> we were joking about it too that he he moved over and did like uh the spy kids movies yeah like, yep and yeah so it's it's funny that i see rodriguez name on so many things that i'm just like that was Rodriguez? Like... Yeah. Well, watching this, even though it's a rated R 90s horror movie, um, there are definitely some Spy Kids elements elements in here. Um, oh, it, it, it totally makes sense yeah. that it's Rodriguez. Yeah, and this was, you... this was like three or four years before Spy Kids won, but there are definitely some Spy Kids elements in here. So, yeah. Um, so we've got this movie directed by Robert Rodriguez, the writer of the movie. It makes sense that we brought up Scream, and I know what you did last summer, because the writer of the movie is Kevin Williamson, who you know, famously penned the screenplays for Scream, and I know what you did last summer in a lot of the 90s horror flicks. So it makes sense that we've got this fun... This fun action adventure movie from Robert Rodriguez mixed with this uh, 90s meta, um, not slasher, but meta horror movie uh, from 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 Kevin Williamson, which makes sense, too, because when we talked about uh, from Dust Till Dawn, we talked about how it's like Robert Rodriguez meets Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of happened here too, where it's, uh, Robert Rodriguez meets Kevin Williamson. So, uh, it's an interesting, uh, pairing here and, uh, and I'm going to talk. It it just makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, if, if you don't know going in who worked on it or whatever, when you, when you hear it afterwards, you're like, oh, okay, I can see it now. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, I, and I, did. I didn't catch yeah. either the writer or the director until the credits rolled at the end. Um, but I, I will go ahead and tell you, uh, no surprise to anyone listening to the podcast, I'm sure, this was my first watch of The Faculty, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> this yeah, movie was it's great, man. This movie was so much fun. Yeah, it is. It's just, uh, I mean, there's, there's, lots of cheese in it um and and again it is kind of one of those like 90s teen kind of movies but at the same time it's it's good like it's something that i will go back and rewatch you know anytime like i'm just like oh faculty yeah let's watch this yeah it's a good one um and like i said i got a soft spot for the 90s um teen horror flicks you know I got into them much later, you know, when I became an adult and could actually watch them. But like, I love, I know what you did last summer and, um, you know, this one and urban legends, not that great, but it's got fun stuff in it. Um, well, it's, it's that era too, where there were a ton of these like teen, like rom-coms and, uh, 
you know, just teen parody movies and stuff like that. You know, so it it kind of fits into that category, but it's so good. Yeah. Like it's and again, it like I can't say enough that it's just fun. It's just, you know, I and at the time going into it, I, I didn't know what to expect. But having watched it so many times, I'm just like, man, this thing, this thing is just fun. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it might not be the most terrifying or, I mean, it, you could even, I mean, I guess you could argue that it's not really a horror movie. I mean, it is, but well, it, I that guess, doesn't matter. It's I just, guess it's just. It's just entertaining. Yeah. No, I would still say that it's a horror movie. Um, is it the scariest yeah, I, thing ever? No, but I, we'll get to it. But there are some points that actually creeped me out in here. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, so, you know, I guess you could argue that it's a horror comedy in a lot of ways. But at its core, it's still a horror movie. It's just well, not the dark, the dark, gritty I, horror movie that we're used to. Well, and, and the reason that I say that is, is like... Is it something that's really going to keep you up at night or, you know, <laughs> have you walking from room to room, turning the lights on? No, it, it's not that. But no, it's, but, uh, but not all but horror. Cool. Yeah, yeah, but not all horror is like that anyway. Um, and a lot of times that's sure. the kind of horror that I'm into is uh, so, something that's yeah, just. So let's let's kind of let's kind of jump in a little bit. So I want to throw this to you because this was my first watch and I knew of the title of the faculty, but I did not know what this movie was about. Um, I did not know what to expect, like you said. So, Jason, tell our listeners, what is the faculty about? So basically the faculty um it, it centers on a high school and we even kind of said it you know it's it's very equivalent to kind of an invasion of the body snatchers um kind of thing um so it's it's a bunch of these high school students and um elijah wood randomly finds this like kind of specimen uh and i can't remember where he finds it it's like it's like on a football field yeah he's just he's kind of the loner and he's walking around like eating lunch and he finds this um looks like a looks like a cocoon like a little casing for a bug on the football field yeah so he's he's kind of like this little science geek or whatever um and and of course he's kind of the the like loser out of the crowd or the the geek out of the crowd um but he just he just finds this little specimen and he takes it to his um his science teacher and is like hey what is this thing like i found it what's going on and so the science teacher who funny enough is john stewart and i love john stewart yep always Um, awesome to see him yeah, he's hilarious. I love him. <laughs> um just in his stand up and everything and and again, he's he's somebody in this movie that I I can't believe they dragged him into this or you know, signed up for it, but um 
but yeah, so basically what happens is they find this little specimen, they're holding on to it, they're trying to find out what it is, and then slowly the teachers in the school um, start acting weird um, and they're taking students into uh, into like private meetings and then the students come out and they're not the same they're there's something going on weird with them and basically what we find out is it's this it's this alien that is taking over people's bodies and they they just need to get into a room with someone to transfer the alien and and so the school like the whole school staff gets infected or or you know gets taken over and so they're they're systematically getting the students from the school in these one-on-one meetings where they can transfer uh the creature or you know kind of turn them um yeah it's like a it's like a almost like a hive mind scenario there's a there's a main um queen alien that controls everyone but when this little parasite is is spread to others they become emotionless and violent and just want to spread this to other people yeah yeah exactly and 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 again that's that's where it comes back to invasion of the body snatchers is you know um the the body snatchers don't show any kind of emotion um they're just kind of uh, like kind of automated they're they're just following kind of orders i guess if you could say um yeah and that's our um that's our setup for the faculty is that aliens are taking over the high school um basically and yes. we've got yeah, a so and we've we, got we a probably uh, could have made that a little more concise but yeah no, basically, it's all good no then, it's but basically yeah aliens are taking over the high school and um it starts it starts it's called the faculty because it starts with the faculty of the high school and then they're using their, um, uh, they're using their seniority or, or their position of power to just kind of get all of the students together so that they can easily transfer, um, to them. So, and that's our movie and it's a fucking great time. And uh, if you really want to know how to hook me into a movie, it is to start with a killer soundtrack. And when this movie starts with The Kids Aren't Alright by The Offspring, I am in immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the soundtrack soundtrack for this is like 90s gold. It is so good. I love it. And Americana by The Offspring is one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, yeah. it's one of the earliest things that got me into music, but let me look at the bands that are on this soundtrack real quick. It's not a, it's not a long soundtrack, but we've yeah. got class of 99 degeneration soul asylum, uh, stabbing westward flick. Oh, um, wait, wait, I'm going to hold you up. Um, 
What Soul Asylum song is on there? School's Out. Which oh, I'm, okay. which I'm guessing is a cover out. of yep. the Alice Cooper song, yeah. Yep, yep. And then, um, uh, who else did you say? Counting Crows? Uh, n- uh, Stabbing Westward. Oh, Stabbing Westward, uh, which was that one, Save Yourself? Uh, Haunting Me. Okay. This isn't oh, the yeah, this isn't the this isn't the full soundtrack that's on iTunes, but it's got like a lot of the hits. Uh, some sure. there's a band called Flick on here. Um, looks like Nev. Is that how you say the band name? N e v e. Yeah, sounds right. And then Class of '99 again, and there's some other songs on there. But long story short, the soundtrack's amazing, and this is one of my favorite songs ever. With uh, the kids aren't all right, so when it starts up and it's got the you know, the scene of Robert Patrick yelling at all the football stars and all the kids are looking downtrodden. So good. Yeah. So what do we, what do we got? The teachers, we got Robert Patrick. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast, Robert Patrick. We just talked about him and fire in the sky. I will never get sick of watching this guy in movies. He is so good every time. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, to, of course, uh, we love Robert Patrick and he shows up and, freaking everything um so he's uh he's one of the greats that we love seeing in here um but uh you know i i really love uh josh hartnett too yep as uh my favorite character in here and i'm sure he's yours too zeke yeah yeah he's great but Um, before we get to the students in here um, I gotta say, man, like, you know, they always say with a horror movie, hook us in with the opening scene, right? Good opening kill, good opening scare, whatever it might be. The 90s horror flicks were so good at opening scenes between the opening of Scream and uh, Urban Legend, even with the opener of the killer being in the back seat and Idle Hands. Oh, Idle Hands has a great opening kill. And I love this attack with Robert Patrick getting getting taken over and then attacking the principal in the school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, they, they did get to me with something that I eek at every time I see it in a movie, which is a pencil going into someone. And when he stabs that fucking pencil through the principal's hand, ugh. Well, you know what? I have a lot of pencil scenes that I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our favorite goes back to Evil Dead with the pencil yep. in the ankle. Evil Dead um, is going to be probably top of the list. Yeah, um, but just in this one, in this one, whenever he's like, I really need a pencil. And she gives him a pencil and then he stabs her through the hand. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I think it that one goes back to when I was in like middle school once I sharpened this is me being a dumbass but I sharpened my pencil once at the like the manual pencil sharpener yeah where you turn it or whatever you crank yeah, it yeah you crank it and I put it point up in my pocket for some reason I think cuz I didn't want to break it when I put it down Okay. And I was walking back to my desk and I put it with the the tip up and then when I went to go grab it, it got stuck under my fingernail and broke off under my fingernail. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so that like pencil trauma with the hand, no thank you. Yeah. Um so so the 
the kids are coming to school. Elijah Wood finds this little creature, um, takes it in, and they're they're like looking at it. And again, John Stewart's like their science teacher, and he's interested in it. Um, but then they start noticing that all the teachers are kind of acting weird. Yeah, so um, we like we said in the plot summary, it starts yeah. with one or two uh, faculty members. It starts with Robert Patrick. We see him get attacked on the football field by somebody or something. We don't see what. Um, yeah. And then he attacks the teachers that are there late at night. Um, talking about big cast members, I did not recognize Piper Laurie in here from Carrie as the drama teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we were actually talking about that before we started the episode. I didn't I didn't even pick up or realize it was her. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we've got that whole chase where um, Robert Patrick is chasing the principal through the school after he stabs her. Um, yeah. And then, you know, she gets out and you think she's safe. And then Piper Laurie, the drama teacher, ends up, like, getting her anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a great opening. And then we cut, you know, to meeting all the students in here. And it's just, you know, it's on after that. Yeah. And, and, and we've got Elijah Wood. Yeah. Um, Josh Hartnett, uh, like you said, as Zeke. We've got, um, who plays Stan, the football star? Um, I don't know his name, but at, at the time... He had done quite a few movies. He was kind of one of those. Um, he oh was just that guy that was like in everything. Um, uh, Sean Hatosi? Hatosi? Yeah. Um, holy shit. You know who plays? Uh, we've got Stokely in here, the like withdrawn girl. Do you know who that yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, Clea Duvall. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We've and, and we've she's also great. Yeah, no, she's awesome in here. We've also got Usher in here. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about Usher. <laughs> As one of the football yep. guys. Yep, Usher's in there. Um, um Well, so kind of kind of in the plot line, you know, the kids start figuring out that things are going weird and the teachers are wanting are systematically calling them to the office to like have these one-on-one conversations. And they're like, okay, something's funky because their friends are going into these conversations. And when they're coming out, uh, they're just not the same. They're just off. Um, and so it starts kind of creeping them out. Um, now, one of the things that I thought was kind of cool, um, because Josh Hartnett's like the, he's like the bad boy, but he's like the drug dealer too. Yeah, um, he's but, been held back and is repeating his senior year, and he sells drugs and um, supposedly full frontal nudity videos of celebrities out of the trunk of his car. Right. <laughs> well, and and apparently he's he's insanely smart like he's he's like a chemist 
Yeah, he just he um, does he doesn't care enough to to give anything to school. Yeah, he th- he thinks he's like above the school. Like they're not going to teach him anything that he can't learn on his own. Yeah. Um, and so he's developed uh, this drug, uh, which I, I don't remember what they call it, um, but he sells it to all the kids that are at school. And it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a cocaine type deal, but it's not cocaine. Yeah, he, um, he said he put caffeine pills in there and some other homemade shit, basically. So he put a bunch of chemicals together and made it a drug. Right, and, um, which, and a little bit later on, we get to see like his garage, and he's he's got like a a lab like set up in there where he produces it. Yeah, um, and he he makes it and then pours it into like basically hollowed out pens, like writing pens. I wondered um, if that's what that was because it, they look like pens to me. Yeah, yeah. They're just, yeah, it's it's supposed to be just a, you know, just a regular ink pen. Yeah. Um, but he, he takes the little, you know, kind of straw out of it if you take the top off. Um, and then he pours it in there. And so that's why he can get away with just, you know, peddling to people at school because he's just got pens. Yeah. Um, and well, then, of course, they... They can snort out of there. Yeah, and that that actually ends up. I called it about halfway through. I'm like, the drugs are going to be how they defeat these things. Um, right, right. Because I, yeah. But before we go to the climax, we spend you know quite a bit of time with a lot of the teachers because it starts off slow, right? It's a bit of a slow burn at first. You know, a couple teachers at the beginning get taken over by the by the parasite. And then we meet more of them, and then the faculty gets taken over, and then the students start to get uh, taken over. And there was one teacher in, or not teacher, but one of the faculty member in the lounge I noticed, and I kept looking over being like, where do I know this woman from? The nurse that always has a cold is Selma Hayek. Yep. (laughs) And she has a line in here that actually made me laugh. Uh, She's always got that cold and people are like, why don't you just take a day off? Why don't you use a sick day? And she says, uh, oh, please, I'm saving my sick days for when I feel better. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is uh, which was very funny. Um, And then Robert Patrick's in the background, you know, like chugging just shit tons of water. Yeah. So that's. That's kind of one of the main points of the plot is that these, I mean, I guess you would call them parasites. Like that's the, they look like, they look like little slugs basically. Yeah. 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 Um, Which, which actually reminds me of another movie from the eighties that is also very similar to this. Have you ever seen night of the creeps? No, that's one I have not seen. That's another uh, 80s like sci-fi one that is kind of similar to this one. Well, but they 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 touch on that and they say that because the original specimen that they find it's on like the football field and it's when the football field is getting watered. 
like the sprinklers are going off. And so these parasites or these aliens or whatever, they need water. Right. To to thrive. Right. Um, so and, so Casey, who is Elijah Wood, when he finds it, it's it's like inactive, right? It's not moving or doing anything. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like stationary. It's 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 like in this little cocoon form. But then when, when they, they put it yeah, when they into t- the water. Yep. When they take it to John Stewart, someone knocks a like a glass of water over onto it and then John Stewart is like, Oh, the water resuscitates it. Yeah, so it starts moving. Yeah, yeah. Which comes into play later. They find out um one of the specimens got into the elderly teacher and the body decayed because she dried out too quickly. And the reason they're using right. humans is because humans are, you know, largely made of water. Yeah, um, we're like we're like eighty percent water. Yeah, and so that's why it's easy to get into us. Um, and and then it's it's funny because um, anyone that you see that like has the parasite in them or has been taken over, they're constantly like chugging water. Yeah, they're chugging um, water. I think Robert Patrick at one point is standing out on the field, like just getting hosed down by the sprinklers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They stand out in the rain. They line up at the water fountains. Um, yeah, yeah. So that so that's what they need. They need a host, and they need a lot of water to um, survive. And one of them decays with the elderly teacher, who's you know, you know, she's old and she's got a lot of health issues. Which, side note, that's one of the scenes that is straight horror that actually freaked me out. And it's when uh, Stan's taking a shower and then uh, yeah. the old woman and is decaying and comes into the shower and her skin's falling off. Ugh. Yeah, she's basically falling apart um, because she's not hydrated enough. Yeah, that and, that um, scene freaked me out. Yeah, and, and not, uh, I guess, not young enough to um, be in good health to be a host yeah so yeah so and i just the fact that the fact that stan hugs her and is like it's okay we're gonna get her help and he like puts her puts his hand on her head and her scalp comes off yeah oh yeah oh so gross yeah it is um so so when we get a little bit deeper um i i think I think part of the thing that I like about this movie too is it's kind of like it's kind of like the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Because you've you've got Elijah Wood who's like the geek. Um you've got uh Josh Hartnett who's like kind of the cool guy, bad boy. You've got um, Delilah who's like the popular girl and she's like the head of the news team or whatever. Right. And then um you've got old girl who's kind of like the goth kid. Um but they all they all kind of get together and and talk to each other and figure out like hey, some shit's going down. Um let's let's figure this out or and and they're scared too because they just see shit is just going sideways yep and they're like this is this is not right um which actually one of my favorite scenes 
um, is when uh, Famka Jensen. Yes, I can't believe we didn't mention her yet. Um, can we just yeah. say right now that woman is stunning every time she oh, dude, every time like, every time she pops up in movies. I'm just like, damn, dude. I've got I've got like. You know, everybody has their um, kind of typical. Um, you got like Scarlett Johansson, um, and uh, you know they they've got their typical um, like uh, Jessica Jessica Biel, even though she's not doing shit anymore. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, you know, there's kind of these like big like these really big stars that are that everybody's like oh my god they're so beautiful um but famka jensen man like and and not that she's not like a huge thing i mean she is but i mean i remember from x-men one i was like oh my god that's the hottest woman i've ever seen yeah um, <laughs> i remember that too but specifically um x-men three when she's the Phoenix, say what you will about that movie, but damn, she's good as the Phoenix. And when she's got the, the long red hair and the intense face, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Famke Jensen's like just banging, banging. Yep. Like <laughs> that woman is like, I don't, I, I don't know what it is about her, but um, good God. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite scenes is uh, when after she's been kind of like converted or she's uh you know she's the alien or whatever you want to call it um and she gets in um she gets in Josh Hartnett's face and she's like I will fuck you up <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. she's just yelling at him and she's like what do you think you are little boy like you're nothing <laughs> and like just gets at him hard and i'm like oh god yep i (laughs) i i remember that Um, scene i love her line to him too that she says you'll be sucking my toes all the way up to graduation yes (laughs) yes i was like all right that's an interesting way to say it but i love that she yeah i love that she's like when she first shows up she's like a scared you know kind of withdrawn teacher and then when she gets taken over by the parasite she's like this badass warrior type girl yeah because there's there's an early in um between her and zeke and he she's like approaching him about something i i think she's i think she's going after him about like hey are you peddling your drugs around here or whatever and he he uh, he kind of belittles her and he's like, um, Hey, could I interest you in some, or maybe do you want to come hang out? Like kind of, um, like, like hitting on her. Yeah. He off- offers like, her some cherry flavored condoms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's, yeah. And she's all, um, you know, she's all bashful about it. Um, and then after she gets, you know, kind of taken over, um, she, she walks up to him. She's like, I'm not taking your shit anymore. Yep. Like, you know, I will fuck you up. And he's like, and, and I think, um, uh, it, 
it might not be Elisha Wood. It's it might be one of the other characters. Um, but they're like, what was that about? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe she got some bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, no, I think that is Zeke that uh, that says that. That yeah, that's a great yeah, scene. No, I, yeah, I know Zeke says like, hey, she got some bad shit, <laughs> or maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Um, my but, uh, one of my favorite scenes is when uh, Casey is telling people that hey, aliens are taking over the school. Um, Mm -hmm. and his parents start to discipline him for that. And when they're at home, like, they're like, we're going to take you to a doctor and his dad's going to take away all of his electronics and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And his mom, when his dad's taking away all his stuff, his mom goes, his porn. (laughs) (laughs) And the dad lifts up the the mattress and takes his playboy magazines and he yeah, go. He yeah, just go mattress. He yeah. just stares at Casey and goes, "Sorry, son. No more flogging the bishop." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so so we we have neglected that um, we get a a new girl. Oh at the yeah, school. Mary Beth. Yeah. Um. So Mary Beth is like kind of the new kid she's trying to find her place she's trying to you know make new friends and and everything like that and she uh she starts talking to them and she's she's got like this southern accent and she's this little kind of um i don't know what i I don't know the way to say it uh she's basically she's yeah she's supposed to be a a goody two shoes like a like a mary sue like they would say yeah there you go and uh which makes sense her name is mary beth so and but you know jumping ahead to the end for a second she is the queen alien um and jason i was kicking myself for not guessing that she was the queen (laughs) <laughs> I was like, she came out of nowhere. She's not really like doing all that much to trust her. So when they revealed that she was the queen alien, I was like, fuck man. How did I not, yeah. how did I not guess that? Well, it's, 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 it's always, um, the one that you don't expect mm-hmm. or, or that's what they try to roll down. Like they always tried to make like the goody two shoes, like not just in this movie, but like horror movies in general. Yeah, it's, it's I've gotten really good at picking out the bad guy or however you want to call it, like because it's like it's the one that you least expect or. Right. They, well, they want it to be the one that you least expect, but or <laughs> at this, as at this point. You're like, oh, it's her. <laughs> yeah, or you know, it actually makes sense too, since Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream, wrote this too. He has this trick of like giving you reasons why it's this person, and then trying to persuade you that it's not, and then, oops, it actually is them. Yep, and and, and even uh, Hartnett's character, like Zeke, uh, he's he's got you know, some shit going on with her. He's, he's trying to hook up with her. Yep. She's like the little Southern girl and she's hot. 
Yep. <laughs> um, and so and, he's trying uh, to hook up with her and everything. Yep. I can't. I can't say I blame him either. Oh no, man. She I, is. She I'd is pretty. She is pretty stunning. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. especially when she all of a sudden loses all of her clothes at the end and is just walking around naked. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> um, um, but that actually, you know, later on in the movie, so like, eventually, all of the students and faculty are being turned into, um, you know, into aliens, right? Basically, we've got, you know, like our like our six main people, right? And also leads to one of my other favorite scenes, which is they're doing a scene that is straight out of the thing. Uh, when they're trying to test people and find out who's really a person and who's not by taking the homemade drugs. Um, and that scene is, again, straight out of the thing, but I love that it's a little homage there. Um, and it's both tense and funny, too, because I love when Casey and Stan take the drugs and they can't stop laughing. Yeah, um, no, and, and I love that you draw the, of course, I love the thing. Oh, and the the newer version of the thing, the 2000 whatever is on Netflix now. So I'm going to rewatch it and try not to hate it. Um, but, <laughs> um, no, but that that is a very thing scene where the because the creatures are like they're like water based or like they need hydration whatever Zeke's like kind of drug is mm-hmm. they they figure out that if they take that drug it kind of bugs bugs them out or anyone that's infected you know kind of gets bugged out um yeah so <laughs> i just love that once casey takes it and Stan takes it. They're both just sitting on the couch like, <laughs> they're just chuckling because they're fucking high. Well, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that. I love too that. Um, once Casey does it, Stan points the gun at him. He goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Zeke's like, he's, t- he's tweaking, man. Let him fucking tweak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, like I said, it's like funny, but also tense at the same time. Yeah, it's a very good, it's a very well done scene. Um, because there is that kind of like thing background or that thing essence to it where it's like, okay, we're going to find out who's who. Um, and everybody's got to take the drug and, you know, uh, there's some people that are like, I, I don't take drugs. I'm not going to do this or, you know, whatever. And they're like, nah, you're taking this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're we're going to figure out who's who um, yeah, by and, doing this. So. Yeah. And they do point out that um, one of them is an alien, um, Delilah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Delilah turns out to be an alien. Um so we have one alien in the group, but they later show you that Mary Beth plugged up her nostrils and then dumped the drugs out the back end of the pen. Yeah, I always forget about that because, like, her, which is kind of a cool little effect, um, that her nostril kind of has this little flap that goes over it. Yep. 
so that she doesn't take it. Um, and then she even like with her, I, I think it's like her pinky finger. She drops the bottom of the pen out so that it, it drains out and she's not actually snorting it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's a very cool scene. Now, the, the other one that we missed going back to earlier is when John Stewart, the science teacher, and they've got the, they've got the little things, like they got them in an aquarium. Um, and they're, oh, yeah. I forgot it's about this scene. Like, yeah, it's just like a like kind of a goldfish tank that these things are swimming around in and they're kind of observing them and everything. But it's one of my favorite scenes from the movie um because John Stewart like starts coming at them mm-hmm. and uh Zeke Josh Hartnett he rips the he rips the uh the cutter off of like the paper cutter uh something like that yeah oh yeah no he does do that yeah it's like a it's like a paper cutter you know where you just go in and you can you know slice up well he does he pulls a he pulls a megan because megan did that in the new movie megan she takes a a paper dicer and goes to attack someone with it yeah yeah, and as soon, as soon as I saw that in Megan, I was like, "Oh, faculty!" <laughs> um, but it's it's a very cool scene where he pulls that thing off, and um, then he cuts uh, like John Stewart's fingers off. Um, oh, that scene! The- it was very cheesy, but that scene was awesome, where the fingers fall and they scatter across the floor and turn into mini slugs. Yeah, no, and it's great. Um, it's. It, as cheesy as it is, like that slow mo of him ripping that thing off mm-hmm. and then cutting his fingers off, and then the fingers go crawling around um, and everything. Like it's 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 a very cool scene, um, and that's one that that's one that sticks with me. And and like I said, when we were watching Megan, or when I was watching Megan, when she pulled that paper cutter you know, peace off. Hmm. I was like, Oh, faculty. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was that part. I think you actually brought that up on the Megan episode. You said that that might've been a little homage to the faculty. Yeah, I think I probably did. Um, but yeah, no, that's a great scene. And then we get, um, someone it's either Casey or Zeke. I want to say they stick some of the pen drugs into John Stewart's eyeball, Stewart's eyeball. Yep, <laughs> and and, that's, uh, and he's that's l- when they figure out inadvertently, like they're just trying to defend themselves. Yeah, but that's when they figure out that whatever that drug is that Hartnett has uh, manufactured, <laughs> that it it shuts them down. Um, I guess it dries them out. Yep. Um. um and. Yeah, if they get dried out, if they get dried out, it basically kills them. Yeah, their body, uh, their body like decays. Um, so they decide that they're gonna, they need to get the queen alien because they think that if they kill the head one, then everyone else will be freed. 
and they just assume that it must be the principal that we saw get attacked at the beginning. Yeah. Um, which my my vote was on Robert Patrick because he was the first one that got attacked. So I just assumed that a slug attacked him and he got taken yeah. over and that he's the head one because he was the one that we were following. Um, yeah. But nope, it's revealed to be Mary Beth. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, she later on says like, you know, my world was a beautiful world filled with water and then it dried up and I came here and I met you all and I thought I could bring you a taste of my world. So, um, well, it's, it's, it's actually kind of a, like, again, it's kind of a cool concept. Oh yeah. That, that, uh, you know, of course earth and human beings are like, it's, it's all water. I mean, yeah. We as people like we're eighty percent water or something like that, and the Earth in general is like you know like twenty percent land and then like eighty percent water, <laughs> something like, like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like it's crazy that just like we're we're a water planet, and so yeah, she says. um you know, we're, um, you know, our planet dried out where we were looking, um, for, you know, somewhere else to habitate and we needed somewhere that was like water rich. Yep. Um, and so it's, it was cool, like just concept to it or, or just an explanation that like, Hey, this is why they're here. Yeah, and I want to say that I think we've touched on it a bunch throughout the episode, but I think that's why I like this movie so much, is that I love that it's just a little... One, it's a throwback to, like, 50s, like, sci-fi horror, and also it's definitely, definitely like, a mishmash um, slash homage to stuff like The Thing and Invasion of the Body Snatchers and you know, those types of horror movies. So it's a good, there's there's a ton of those, um, like kind of homages in there or like a ton of those, uh, just little touches on, on that kind of thing. But then they, they turned it into this like teen, uh, horror movie thing. Like, so there's there's a lot of good ideas in there and there's a lot of good um explanations and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and it and it also um it also reminds me of a movie that we talked about not too long ago when we guessed it on the Reviewed to Death podcast with Marcus and Luke a couple like a month or so ago. Um yeah. when we talked about killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely got some of those elements in here, and that it's just a kind of ridiculous premise, but it's just so much fun. Yeah, it is, and so, so what we get into, we figure out, um, you know, some of the kids are obviously infected, or they have been taking over. Well, by the rest of the- by where we are in the movie now, pretty much everyone except our main characters have been taken over. Like, the entire school yeah. is taken over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it basically comes down to 
um, we find out that New Girl um, is kind of the queen, like you said. Yep. Um, which I do like her reveal um, where her and because she gives herself away to um, Stokely in the gym when they're like right. trying to hunker down from the rest of the students. She's like, don't you want to be popular and be be a part of something? And then, of course, you're like, oh, shit, she's the the I didn't guess that she was the queen, but I figured at that point, obviously, she's taken over. But nope, she's the queen um, well, alien. There's there's a lot of cool. I think this movie is like underrated because there's a lot of cool stuff in there. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff in there that you can draw from uh, a bunch of other sci-fi movies or shows like i mean for example um if anybody has ever watched like star trek like the borg oh yeah in star trek is like hey like just because it uh, the queen makes it clear that it's like, we have this hive mind. And if you join us, um, you know, you'll be happy. You won't feel any pain anymore. You won't feel any suffering. Like everybody is just together. And, and we just, you know, like we just have this community where we're all together. Um, and it's the same thing as, is, Again, like I said, like Star Trek, like that's like the Borg from Star Trek. Like they're all like, well, we have this hive mind and you'll you'll never feel pain. You'll never feel suffering. You'll never feel sadness. Like, but at the same time, you're not going to be an individual. Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to be yourself anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And so. Um, there's, there's been quite a few other things that have kind of done that kind of, um, that kind of take on things is like, yeah, like join this community and it sounds, it sounds great, but at the same time, it's like, you're not yourself anymore. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's got, uh. So the last act of the movie is just chaos, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's just yeah, a, but- it's just an all-out battle. But again, it's just a lot of fun, and um, you know, I honestly thinking about it, like if someone who is a little bit younger is looking for good entry horror movies, I would actually say that the faculty is not a bad choice. It's not. Super gratuitous as far as nudity goes. Um, it's not super. No. It's not super violent. It's not. It's not overly scary, but it's got all of those elements in there, and it's a good way to like ease your way into the genre. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would kind of, I mean, I, I definitely say that it, it's, it's a horror movie. It is, but it's more sci-fi. And it it just touches on uh, on a lot of good points from sci-fi 
from horror. And like you said, it's not like this big gore fest or anything. Um, and it, it's got its moments where it can get a little violent. Um, and I, I really do like, you know, in the, in the third act or kind of the finale when they reveal that she's the queen, I like how they do it because she's, um, yeah, she's naked and everything, but it's, not, <laughs> uh, but it's not like, it's not outwardly like they cover her. Like, well, you, so, you do see her boobs, but they're like kind of in shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, which they, they I like do, which her. I do love when she shows up naked and sees Josh Hartnett and he's like, Zeke is like, Hey, um, why are you naked? Yeah, like he's so <laughs> caught off guard by that, um, and of course she twists it and is like, "Do you like what you see?" And she's trying to lure him into being taken over as well. Sure. Um, so you know, again, it's it's a final battle with the queen alien, which we've you know but, we've not touched way, on it. The way that she looks, though, um, and again, you know, they kind of like shadow her out, even though she's she's buck naked. Yeah. Um, they kind of <laughs> shadow her out, like, so that it's not, like, super, uh, you know, graphic. But I like that behind her, they have these shadows. Yeah, of the, squid, can, of the squid creature. Yeah, so you can kind of see, like, her true, like... She looks human, but you can see like these shadows of these tentacles coming out behind her. Yeah. And just looks, um, it's just got a really cool look to it. Where, and she, it's, it's not crazy and she doesn't turn into this like crazy looking monster or whatever. Well, um, she but, she does, but it's yeah, it's just a it's a it's like a um like an octopus type squid creature, right? Um, which is very um unsettling, and again, like we've talked about with Alien, very invasive. And Jason, we've completely skipped over how they take you over in the movie, and they do show it because Salma Hayek, the nurse, gets attacked in the lounge by Robert Patrick and Piper Laurie. And yeah, he and he turns her head and he fucking vomits one of those little um, parasites things, in, things into her, her ear. into her ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was just like, oh, all right. Um, and then which is very Star Trek again. <laughs> oh, for sure. I actually was thinking more of the another sci-fi movie, not a horror movie, but a science fiction action movie. I was thinking of the Matrix with the bug that crawls into uh, Keanu Reeves's oh, yeah. uh, stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which also freaked me out as a kid, but, um, you know, so we've got, we've got our final battle, um, and we've danced around it a bit, but there is definitely some 90s CGI in here, especially when Mary Beth reveals her true self and is like becoming the squid character. Um, when it's, when it's a long shot of a CGI monster, it doesn't look all that great. But honestly, man, what caught me off guard is when they close up on her and they show us the monster's face and stuff. It's all practical and it looks amazing. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like any of in any of the effects in the movie are are bad. Um, well, the, there's there's one like the CGI is not great, but it's not ruinous to the movie. But there's one effect in here that I'll touch on in a second that is <laughs> that is really bad. But but yeah, like uh, so again, we were talking about like her uh, with the tentacles and the shadows coming behind her and i thought that was a good choice but just obviously it's kind of like cgi but it's not like trying to make a full monster out of it but like seeing what's going on behind her um well they yeah they they flip back and forth we see the monster then we see the shadow then we see the monster again and then we see the practical effect so it's all over the place yeah it is but um again done well no, it's very good. Uh, there's just a few shots with the CGI that you're like, oh, yep, I'm watching something from 1998. Um, but, it, yeah. but it's but it's all good. You know, I, I grew up with that era, as did you, and, like, one of my favorite movies ever is Godzilla 1998, so I don't care about bad CGI. Yeah, but... How, mean, however, however... If you're going to look something... If you're going to look at something from that era, the way that they handled it or the way that they put it together mm-hmm. was amazing versus what could have happened. Oh, for like sure. It, yeah. It could, it could have looked God awful it, or it could whatever. have, it could have been mortal Kombat annihilation. <laughs> yes. It very well could have been. <laughs> oh, but Jason, there's a scene in here that is very mortal Kombat annihilation. It's the one scene where I like actually laughed out loud when I watched it. And it's mm-hmm. when Zeke gets into the final battle with um, Famke Jensen and she's attacking him from the back seat and he's like, all right, I'm going to crash my car and I'll have my seatbelt on, but she'll go flying out the window because she's not wearing a seatbelt. Okay. And when she flies out of the car and then comes back out of the crash and her head has been taken off, when the squid head Fomka Jensen comes walking by and it looks like a squid, like a spider. Holy oh. shit, Jason. It is like some bad Photoshop on top of some really bad CGI tentacles. It is hilarious. I don't remember that. Um, and it, it, I, I've seen this movie 50 times um oh dude so when I, I dude go I, I didn't i didn't re-watch before we did this episode just because i've seen it so many times sure um but yeah i'll i'll go back and look at that one but i <laughs> dude I don't, I don't i don't remember that specifically dude when like, it's looking that bad oh it's bad but it's also really funny so i wasn't bothered by it i was just laughing my ass off when it popped up though I almost when I when I drop this episode, I may actually just post a picture of that scene. Um, <laughs> it is so absurd, but you know, long story short, we bring it on home, and uh, Casey's the last one left, and he kills Mary Beth in her alien form with the drug, the last bit that he had, and then he's like a celebrity now. Yeah. You know, he's gonna get interviewed by the press, and he's a popular kid, and um. You know, yeah, and Elijah and Elijah Wood is Casey, and I I don't remember how does how does he get her at the end? Um, when she chases him, she's in her Mary Beth is in her squid form again, 
And she chases him through the gymnasium, and he hits the button to close the bleachers against the wall. Oh, yeah. And he runs through them as they're closing, but because she's she's big, when she gets to the end, she gets caught. Um, And then he turns around and jams the jams the drug into her eye right yeah and he almost gets um uh he almost gets taken over because she spits out some slugs at him but she Uh, she, yeah and they're going into his face right yeah but she dies right as they're going into his face so they just fall out of his face and die so he right he saves the day and then he's a popular kid at the end um But yeah, man, that's the faculty, and uh, it ends on some more great soundtrack songs. Um, it's a great movie, Jason. I mean, it, it, it is, man, and especially um, kind of for that era. Um, with, I mean, not even with horror movies, but with um, just with all these like kind of teeny movies or like whatever like what it did was was great because i mean i mean there are i i admittedly (laughs) say that i like some bad teen movies like uh 10 things i hate about you and um hey, there's, there's 10 a, 10 things i hate about you is not a bad movie that movie's great <laughs> no like no um it's funny and then um 10 things i hate about you can't hardly wait empire yeah, records all that stuff can't hardly wait yeah like so that that era like they they kind of all had this vibe to it and then for this to come out and be like a horror movie but still kind of have that kind of teen movie vibe to it mm-hmm. and still be well done. Like it would, it's still like I'll watch faculty any day. <laughs> <laughs> like if I see it on TV and, um, and in fact, um, I was just kind of looking through stuff last night and I was, uh, faculties on one of the streaming services. And I was like, Ooh, I want to yeah. watch faculty. H- HBO max. Yep. 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 Um, so to everybody listening, if you had a good time with our episode and you have not seen the faculty, go watch it. It's out there. Um, do it. It's, it's, it's just fun, man. Yeah, no, it's Um, a, this was a great pick. I, I, this is some of my favorite type, type of horror, which is just, just fun, goofy, over the top stuff. And Jason's, uh, hold your breath for one of my future picks, um, my favorite of the 90s teen horror we will get to, which adds a stoner comedy to it, a stoner comedy element to it when we get to Idle Hands. Yeah, I was going to say Idle Hands. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, when we I get... Knew, I knew you were going to that. Yeah, um, when we get to Idle Hands, man, that movie is a fucking blast. Um, yeah, and that's, and that's very... Um, I mean, Idle Hands is a little more jokey than Faculty. Oh, it faculty, is, yeah. Faculty kind of takes itself a little more serious, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And it does a good job with it. But, uh, but, but yeah, 
that's kind of the same kind of realm that they're in. Yeah, well, we've got... We'll get to all the other ones. We've we've joked around with the idea of doing a straight um, month of '90s horror flicks. So <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh, or late '90s horror flicks. So I'm sure we'll get to all the good ones. I know what you did last summer, um, Idle Hands, and Urban Legend, and all that stuff. We'll get there. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and uh, I'm what's down what's with all this. what's that other one? Disturbing behavior. Oh, I love disturbing behavior so much. Yeah, I've not I, I've I, not seen that one, but when people mention the faculty, disturbing behavior pops up too. So, I was gonna say that's that's a very um, very similar. Like the concept is not the same. Sure, um, but it, it's kind of the same vibe to it. Um, hey, it's I'm, got a. I'm it's I'm got here a, for it. <laughs> it's got a great soundtrack. Um, and uh, you know, there's some great people in it. Um, you know, you got Katie Holmes, uh, James Marsden. Ah, um, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So, but I I remember seeing <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing disturbing behavior. Um, I went to visit my buddy in Illinois when I was like 15. And he was like, dude, we have to go see this. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and we went and saw it and it was, it was fun. And, and again, it's just one of those, it's just, it, it's just kind of fun. Um, and it's got some creepy moments to it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, look up real quick. Um, there's, uh, there's an actor in there. In disturbing behavior. Yes. Look up look up the cast list real quick. All right. Um I do want to say one more thing while I'm looking this up. Uh there's sure. there's one last moment in the faculty that actually made me cringe from like just out of pain for the actor and it's when sure. uh it's when Stokely is getting attacked by squid version of um Mary Beth when they're out by the pool and yep. Uh, Stokely gets her ankle grabbed by a tentacle and she falls face first onto the concrete by the pool and smashes oh, her. Yeah. She smashes yeah. her mouth on the concrete and like bloodies her mouth. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. It looks brutal. Yeah. Um, all right. So disturbing behavior. And then as I'm saying that I'll wrap up my thoughts here. The faculty, great movie, great fun throwback to the, the sci-fi horror movies. A lot of fun homages in there and references. Not just a good time. So excellent pick, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and again, it's um, <laughs> is it a, is it a super disturbing horror movie that's going to keep you up at night? No. Um, but is it is it a great '90s just fun film? that you're going to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, and, so good. I, I, I still love watching it all the time. And you know, it's, it's just fun, man. Like it's, yeah, man. It, so awesome. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Ridiculous at points, but they, they do a good job of knowing, um, yeah, we're going to take this kind of serious, but we're not making a funny movie. Like, it just 
yeah, it's it's just a really good balance of just fun stuff and a, a teen movie, and it's it's just great. Like, I, again, the, like there's nothing that I don't like about it. Yeah, um, no, it's a it's a fun one, and I'm I'm glad you picked it, and I'm glad I finally watched it. I will be listening to the soundtrack later after we get off the call, <laughs> um, and I will rewatch this uh, any day. So, uh, good pick, Jason. This was a fun one, um, and then disturbing behavior. We've got James Marsden, Katie Holmes, Nick Stahl, uh, yeah. William oh, Sadler, for- William Sadler forget- from from Demon Knight. Yes, that's who I was looking for. William yes. William Sadler, Ethan Embry from Empire Records and Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. Uh Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, yep. we got a we got a lot of people in here, but William Sadler man from fucking Demon Knight, great stuff. That's that's who I was looking for. His <laughs> character his character is so good in the movie. Um he's just a riot and um you know, when when we get to that episode, um, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite songs um, from a soundtrack uh, on disturbing behavior is um, well, there's actually two um, flagpole sitter. Hell yeah, <laughs> um, is really good. And then. Um, uh got you where i want you can't remember the band's name hold on i'll i'll look that up right now um but flagpole said is a great song yeah um what's it what's what's the band uh harvey danger uh yeah and what's the other song called got you where i want you i i think that's what it's called um the flies Yes. I think I've heard this song before. I'll have to re-listen to it. Yep, album Disturbing Behavior. Um, Yeah, no, I'll be... Dude, 90s soundtracks were just the shit. Um, I miss... I I miss when when movie soundtracks were that awesome. (laughs) But... um, Uh, I mean, sometimes you would get, like, even, like, stupid movies, like, to be honest... And they they would throw in just like some great bands mm-hmm. and just like and especially that late nineties you know early two thousands era like you would just get some fantastic songs but yeah man um, but yeah um, hashtag bring back the soundtracks <laughs> yeah I know they're absolutely. still out there but bring them back when they had like this great mix of uh, of all these bands yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, now you have homework, so disturbing oh yeah. behavior. Oh no, we're um, gonna, we're <laughs> gonna, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to idle hands and, and yeah. all that stuff. But, um, that's our episode on the faculty. Great pick, Jason. Um, for next week, Jason, we usually don't say what the next movie is, but when next week's episode comes out, it's gonna be about six days before the release of our boy Sam Raimi. Uh, well, his property, but it'll be yeah. about it'll be about six days before the release of Evil Dead Rise. Um, oh, I can't wait for Evil Dead Rise. Me man. too, I'm man. We're so seeing it. Excited. You and I are going to go see it opening night, and that's going to be our Sunday episode on April twenty third. Um, I know, man. I like it's, 
especially uh, with the director from Don't Breathe and the original or the remake. Like, I, I'm just so stoked about it. Yeah, man, um, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. Um, so that's gonna be our April 23rd episode. But Jason, how about for um our April 16th episode? How about we do um another Sam Raimi movie? Um, slash property. How about we do another oh. movie that's in the vein of Evil Dead to kind of to kind of prep for Evil Dead Rise, shall we? I know what you're talking about, yep. and I would love to. And actually, I haven't seen that movie in quite a bit. Um, uh, but look forward to rewatching it. Oh yes, and, um, and uh, we'll let. So I will tell you, listeners, right now. It's not an Evil Dead movie. We have covered the entirety nope. of the Evil Dead franchise in our Just Evil Dead episode, but we're going to pick yep. something else that uh, that Sam Raimi was tied to um, and had his fingers in, his genius fingers in, um, and very much in the vein of Evil Dead. So be on the lookout for that for next week uh, before we and- get before we get to Evil Dead Rise. And I love my girl in there. I can't remember her name. Well, it's, but, well, that's good. Don't don't tell them what uh, yeah, yeah. what I'm the name gonna, is. I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give it away. But um, there there's something about her, man. She's incredibly gorgeous. Um, yep. In this like girl next door kind of way. Like, right. Well, in case I decide to cut the part where I said it's a Sam Raimi movie. Um, it's a movie in the vein of Evil Dead. Let's let's well, say that to prep for Evil Dead Rise, shall we? I mean, you said you said Sam Raimi, so it could be Spider Man, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> do you consider that a horror movie? <laughs> no, not at all. I guess if we're gonna do that, we'd, it would have to be Spider Man Three because that was a pretty traumatic experience for you. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I we could do a whole episode about how <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is a horror movie just because it traumatized me. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll you and I will have that conversation off air. We won't subject the listeners to it. But be on the lookout for a movie pick next week that is uh, close to the Evil Dead uh, feel and close to the Evil Dead family. Um, as yep. we prep for the release of Evil Dead Rise. So be on the lookout for what our movie pick for next week is. But that is it for our episode of Midnight Terrors this week on The Faculty. And uh, Jason, this has been a fun one. Thank you for joining me again and for picking this awesome movie. And, yeah, man. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad it's, a, it's another one that I kind of force you to watch <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one man so uh, and, and this was i'm glad you enjoyed it i i love it it's it's one that i i go back to all the time um so yeah man believe the listeners if if nobody's seen it you know go back and watch it it's it's a lot of fun yeah uh, man so uh that's it for our episode on the faculty this has been the midnight terrors podcast um you know, tune in next week for our next episode and uh, get in touch with us in the meantime. Midnight Terrors Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Shoot us an email at midnightterrorspodcast at gmail.com. And I don't say this enough. Um, if you feel so inclined, if you're listening to us on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or so, like anywhere that you can leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it if you left a review for us. Let, a know, let us know what you think of the of the show and 
you know, help us out. If you like us, you know, let us know what you think and, you know, spread the word about us and leave us a good review if you like. And, yeah, please um, do. It's, it's a big help. And I, I finally got my head out of my ass and I'm interacting on our Insta. <laughs> yeah. So come chime in on our Instagram conversations and Jason might just call you a bitch on there. Yeah, probably I will. Um, I just enjoy it. Yeah, man. Uh, But no, so get in touch with us. Leave us a review on wherever you're listening to us if you like our show. Um, And tune in next week for another episode of Midnight Terrors. But Jason, how are you saying it this week? Dude, I don't know. I got one at the beginning of the episode. I'm (laughs) going to say it's... um, I wanted I, I I wanted to kind of imitate the uh, Evil Dead trailer. Uh. <laughs> Good luck with that, man. <laughs> Do like a nursery rhyme. Uh, the midnight terrors. The midnight terrors. I'm gonna choose you to live with the maggots. <laughs> I guess I'll do that one. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running out of stuff, man. <laughs> All right. Well, you've got some homework as well to top yeah. that for next week. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure, man. But what is this? What is this podcast called, Jason? It's called the Midnight Terrace Podcast, and we love everyone, and we love supporting everyone, and we love hearing from everyone. So hit us up. Yeah, buddy. And, yep, we love you all out there. Thank you for listening. This is the Midnight Terrors Podcast. We will see you all again next week. Peace. Peace.